This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. My talkers, we are verge of the last hour of this show, and we've got Holly coming in for a dirt alert. It is Tuesday, which means we've got Study of Duh, and it looks like there's a new Hollywood couple that's in love, you guys, that you might want to tell us about, right? I don't even know who this is. Lori's going to tell me. Well, it's young Hollywood in love, which means young Hollywood is always flexible. Oh, there we go. You know, and... The last time um, that we talked about the lovely daughter of Johnny Depp, Lily Rose Depp. Yes. She was in Cincinnati visiting Timothy Chalamet as he was there shooting a movie. And they had dated off and on. Yes, you know, they they've have. been a couple. And anyway, so they were, they probably were back together, but since they're young and it didn't last again because they've broken up before, she was spotted in London with Austin Butler. And, and who was Austin, Austin Butler? Butler? Was the young Carrie Bradshaw in the Carrie Diaries, which was on the CW. That's how we first got to know him. He also beat out Harry Styles and a bunch of other actors to play Elvis in the Boz Lerman directed uh, Elvis biopic. He yes. is playing Elvis. And he was. It was rumored he dated Vanessa Hudgens for like five years. Oh, right. He is who he dated. And when those two broke up, he kind of looked like, well, they were, you know, quarantined and they were filming. In, but he looked like he was, you know, having something, something with the gal right? who plays Priscilla in the Elvis movie. Oh, got it. Okay, okay. young, good yeah, looking. Yeah. But now he's in London and he is filming this movie called Masters of the Air which is the upcoming series produced through Spielberg and Tom Hanks production companies. And it's the final installment, if you will, of the Band of Brothers series. Oh, really? Oh, okay. And the second installment was the Pacific and Masters of Air, I suppose, is going to be about all the pilot, everything that happened. So it's World War II, it's planes, it's expensive. It is 10 episodes budgeted at two. Hundred million. Wow. And with the names behind it, it's got all kinds of prestige television potential. So Austin Butler, not a household name now, but his career English? over the next couple of years yeah. is pretty good. He's in his late twenties. Is, is he from England or is he a, no. he's mm-hmm. a US born? He has a look. Yes. That's different than what you... Um, but remember how handsome and dreamy he was in the Carrie Diaries? I didn't... Yeah, I didn't watch it like you did. You didn't? Oh, that was such yeah. a good show. Lie. That was such a good show. But I'm looking at the picture... Once again, the CW giving us just great, great... Lily Rose Depp is such a combination of her mom and her dad. Mm. She has her mom's... She looks like her mom. Are you But she has me? her dad's brown eyes. Okay, you know, but I look at her and I tone. see Vanessa yeah, Paradis. She's really pretty. Yeah. 
She's pretty. So those two are making out, and Timothy Chalamet... Has he spoken? Has he said anything? It doesn't matter. He's probably making out with somebody else. Anyway, and the reason, like, Olivia Stiles, Holly posted Olivia and Harry, Mm -hmm. you know, walking around Los Feliz neighborhood... They both apparently snuck into a screening of Don't Worry Darling. Their their movie? Yeah, the movie. Oh, I don't know okay. if it's at the testing thing or right. what they're doing, but that's, you know, that's how they these two met. And of course, the internet had to point out that he is a Ted Lasso mustache. Oh gosh, my on. favorite show. Yeah. He, but he, yeah, does he does have he a totally Ted Lasso does. mustache yep. happening and so please take a look at those two. Um, and just, you know, it's a beautiful thing, these two. But she is 10 years older or eight years older. So you know that she's just getting, people are just being horrible to her, particularly oh. her. They always get mad at the older woman. <laughs> they never get mad at the older man. <laughs> Why is that? What is wrong with this it's world? Ridiculous. What is wrong with this world? Okay, uh, the judge and Danny Masterson uh who people, of course, know him from the ranch and then going back to what the, the 70s, 70s show. show. And he's a Scientologist. That's and right. These women. He will stand trial for rape in Los Angeles. And uh, his lawyers subpoenaed uh, Leah Remini's A&E um, Scientology show that she yes. had that was so, so good. Going Clear. What was hers called? Going Clear. Not Going no, Clear. That was the movie. There was the movie, uh, I can't remember. Scientology, The Aftermath, or I can't yes. remember. Something like that. That's what it was okay. called. And uh, they said that, you know, uh, they were, uh, that the, the, the tapes could exonerate Danny Masterson, that she had footage of somebody, you know, exonerating him. And they were just like, uh, We're not no. going to use that. We, we are not using that. It doesn't make any sense. And they had thought, basically, all the material of everyone that she'd filmed. Right. It's a delay tactic. Right. Oh, gosh. There yeah. you go. That's pretty. So, and Nicole Kidman, um, you guys, okay, so that movie's coming she out. She Method. Well, it doesn't matter if she did Method, but the worst thing for Nine Perfect Strangers, from what I can tell, and having watched the trailer, which they're promoting her everywhere. Accent. No, it looks like it's White Lotus for Dummies. It looks like mm. it wants to be like like uh, White Lotus, Mike Wa- Mike uh, White's show on HBO. But we read the book. The book is quirky. The book is probably her weakest weakest book. Leanne Moriarty. This book, we Big Little Lies. I didn't in my like it husband. until the last two chapters. Right. It doesn't come together till no. the end, and. Uh, I've got a review from somebody who's seen six of the eight episodes, okay. and they said it's too good for the limited series to ever be unwatchable. But after seeing six of eight hour-long episodes, I'm pretty sure the biggest mystery has nothing to do with any of the damaged characters. It's whether anybody involved realized that by virtue of sheer bad timing, this it's anemic be show would okay. be inevitably reduced to, quote-unquote, white lotus for dummies. Oh. I think this is from Decider. Bummer. Okay. Um, and so there's, you know, Melissa McCarthy plays this best-selling yeah. actress. There's this grouchy guy played by Bobby Cannavale. There's Regina Hall playing this very erratic woman. There's a squirrely guy played by Luke Evans. And anyway, Tranquilium is, you know, all these experimental 
uh, therapies. And um, this guy from Desider or De- woman said, this, this therapies are somewhere between summer camp with potato sack sure. ras- races and a mental hospital on a Ryan Murphy show. Anyway, it's That's a very extreme description. Range. Yeah. Yes. And but range. Michael Shannon is in it and Grace Van Patten. And I mean, I am going to watch this show, but well, I'm going to watch it for the staff. But the, I love it. Wait a second. You're the, such a giver. No, here's the greatest trick. So they call this in Hollywood, the Adam, Adam Sandler method. Okay. Which is you get a half baked shooting script a great location and friends that are part of your professional group. And then you get to go to places like Hawaii Australia, and film 50 yes. first dates. You can go to, you know, Italy. They said this Adam Sandler method is what has happened with uh, this show. That it's a half-baked shooting script and it's getting a group of dazzling A-listers who isolated and filmed and did this all in a bubble, which is what we found what White Lotus did. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be as good. All right. It's not going to be as when good. When does it come out, Lauren? August 18th. Oh, so that's right around the corner. On Hulu. All right. Yeah. So they said they're trying to make it seem like there's all these twists, but it just it's like it's a discombobulating show. Got it. Okay. So let's just cut to the chase on that. Okay. I, I now, appreciate it. Roger Freeman, who really can write a blisteringly funny review, okay. has reviewed Annette for us. And tell us what Annette is. Annette again. is is not a musical. It, it, it the the director got best director at the Cannes Film Festival. Okay. Um and this is Adam Driver is in it, Marianne yep. Cotillard, the the duo called Sparks. He said, I don't know how this is a musical that lacks music, plot, characters, or coherence. Um, Annette is a metaphor or an allegory. It's a baby, but not real. It's a doll like Chucky given birth to by Cotillard, who then dies. And his character exploits Annette for profit. I have no idea what I just watched. I, I don't know what you just read. It's supposed to be an opera. It's supposed to be a movie. He just said it is the biggest. He said... Is something air experimental if you're on drugs at home and that might be fun to watch on Amazon Prime. Okay, spending is- money in a theater, I beseech you not to do that unless you are financially independent and cannot find another way to spend okay, your money. That is hysterical. You'd be better off lighting your money on fire. Oh my word. And yes, driver does sing while going downtown. He warbles right into her nether regions. It's not objectionable or even interesting. Maybe if her vagina had sang back, it would have been something. <laughs> okay, that just sounds like the most horrible movie ever. Doesn't it? it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. No need. So we're, we're going to I feel like you just talked about two dogs. Yeah. Well, can we see? You know, and yes, uh, Nicole Kidman did uh, say in Method, but it was because they like filmed this thing. They banged it out in like a month. Two weeks, a month. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And everyone just stayed in, maybe yeah. she stayed in Method because the camera was on her 24-7 and they could just use like little parts of her right. character. 100% right. Yeah. Yeah, All right, listen, we'll, we'll be right back with Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. 
Hollywood. Good afternoon, Hello. ladies. Hi. Hi. Let's talk about Johnny Depp. Okay. So yesterday it was announced that Johnny Depp was going to be receiving the highest honor from the San Sebastian Film Festival in Spain. But people are not happy about it, including Spain's leading group of female filmmakers. They are condemning the film festival's decision to give Johnny Depp its highest honor, saying that they're giving the San Sebastian Film Festival a bad name because of all of Johnny Depp's legal woes from last summer. I don't know that anyone knew that much about the San Sebastian Film Festival. Do you? Or is it kind of a known one? Well, it's kind of known, but I think it's one of those film festivals where it's like, hey, let's grab a big star. Yes. And, you know, we're going to celebrate this person and then we're going to get a lot of press from that celebration. So the president of Spain's Association of Female Filmmakers and Audiovisual Media said she was very surprised that Johnny Depp was being awarded the uh, Donostia Award at the festival's 69th edition. And it's honoring lifetime achievement. She says this speaks very badly of the festival and its leadership and transmits a terrible message to the public saying that it doesn't matter if you're an abuser as long as you're a good actor. Oh, this Johnny. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, why just sue the Daily Mail? I know. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I think by all means, he is going to be attending this film festival. It takes place September 17th through the 25th in Spain. A little vintage aughts dirt. Heidi Montag is slamming Lauren Conrad for treating her poorly on the hills, saying that Kristen Cavallari is the more successful one out of the group. So she was sitting down doing an interview and she was talking about the fact that Lauren Conrad, her former BFF co-star on the Hills, treated her like a dog. Hmm. Okay. Do they, is no one watching the show? The Hills? Yeah. Is I it on right now? They're Lauren and, and uh, I don't think they're on that show. Heidi uh, is. Heidi definitely is. So, you know, Julia, Heidi, to your point, yes. you're like, is Heidi yeah. getting some, trying, trying to get to some attention? Yes. We're trying to promote here. Yeah, they might be, the Hills yeah. finale might be coming up. Yeah, so she said, Kristen, let's be honest, is the more successful. Lauren didn't make it like she should have. Ooh. Slamming Lauren Conrad for mistreating her, despite remaining grateful that Lauren Conrad got her onto Laguna Beach in the Hills in the first place. So it okay. was like, okay, I recognize that this person gave me a leg up, but they treated me like a dog. Mm. You don't mm. own me, she said, of Lauren Conrad's behavior oh, towards yeah, her. Definitely the finale of The Hills Season 2 I'm is coming up. <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is just very weird. Lauren, are you okay if I say this about you? Yeah. It's like me sending Lori a picture last week with her eyes shut, but it was the only one we had. I said, are you okay with me posting this of you? 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you know, your eyes close sometimes. Got a blink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yes, please watch The Hills' New Beginnings. Why won't you? Uh, little uh, relationship pregnancy news. Christina Ricci is pregnant with a second child. This, while she is going through a pretty uh, contentious divorce. Right. She announced on Instagram that she's having her second child. She said life keeps getting better. And the father is not the estranged husband, but it's her hairstylist. Oh, oh so this is what's Classic. going on. <laughs> I really like God, wouldn't, this be, wouldn't it be great if your husband was your hairdresser in yes. kind of a way? Oh, you'd have great hair all the time. All the time. Oh, my gosh. Talk about the new meaning for blowouts. So, yes. Um, so uh, he also posted a picture on his Instagram account. Uh, so obviously he's very much like, yes, this is, mm-hmm. this is my child. So I wonder if anyone asked him. her how she felt about Catherine Zeta Jones being Morticia. I don't know. So right? She was yeah, Wednesday. She was. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that Catherine Zeta Jones is going to do a great job as Morticia. Just the smoky eyes alone. Yeah. She's going to give us. Oh yeah. She's, th- this is a role that Catherine Zeta Jones was born to play and this we talked about yesterday that she's been cast in the new Adams family show that's going to be on Netflix that's going to be all about Wednesday Adams and he Tim Burton wanted Johnny Depp to be Gomez right uh, he I, did I know he did he did he would have been a great Gomez he would have been a great Gomez 15 years ago yeah I think that the time has passed for Johnny Depp to be in that role specifically since Gomez Adams is like the world's greatest lover. Yeah. You know, it just, I, I bet though that he was heartbroken about not being in him. Oh, probably. Because I think he was supposed to be. He already has been. He had the chance to play the sexy vampire in Dark Shadows, Barnaby. Oh, that was terrible. Oh, oh, oh but mm-hmm. we had to talk about it. Yeah, we did. Every Johnny Depp movie we talked and talked and talked about. <laughs> oh, even the crappy ones. Now, you guys talked about in the last segment that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, we posted the pictures on your show link page today at mytalk1071.com. Now they're spotted working out together. So they were leaving a Los Angeles gym today and uh, definitely into the vintage t-shirt now Olivia Wilde give it, uh, paying homage to Prince because I believe it is his birthday is oh. it, it no no when no. is it okay well somebody was paying tribute to Prince in some way well she's wearing a purple rain t-shirt okay he's wearing a vintage rock t-shirt so if you have I thought those he had a July birthday but I'm gonna no look it but I mean he died in uh, no he April. died in April so yeah yeah his yeah oh. I'm crossing the wires whatever he's, she's wearing he a Prince t-shirt June. oh okay. born in June June seventh yeah. thank you rain, Prince never goes out of style no I know yeah yeah so they're leaving the gym and look and he's wearing those white sunglasses too so if you have those white nineties Kurt Cobain sunglasses, mm-hmm. bust them out. Yeah. I had a pair of yellow ones like that forever. Oh, cute. Yeah. Do you still have them? Somewhere at the cabin. Oh, my gosh. Well, mm-hmm. go find that vintage mm-hmm. treasure, please. Idris Elba has a new role, and it's uh, decidedly probably not going to be that sexy. So he's going to be in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. He's going to be the voice of Knuckles, Sonic's nemesis. Turned friend. Good, easy money, Idris. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah, absolutely. So the first Sonic the Hedgehog with Jim Carrey. Did very well. Did very well. I think it's one of those shows that the kids like to repeat. So good on Idris. Getting the kids in there. Um, Fantasy Island is going to be on. We're excited. We're We've excited taken. about it. We've set the DVR. Yeah. 
We're ready. We're watching it tonight. And the reviews, you guys, are, are good. Are good. Yeah, yeah we're excited. Are good. So this is going to be out on Fox tonight. In case you need something to watch, the Fantasy Island revival uh, is now going to be your soap of the summer. And, and the and the woman who's playing Mr. Rourke, she's Mr. Rourke's granddaughter. Oh, Rosalind Sanchez. Yes. yes. She was on be... Ugly Betty. Mm-hmm. Oh, fabulous. Did you ever dip back into Love Island this yes, summer? Yes, yes, yes. I'm back. Grand. Lori, and, Lori and Grant. Julia, no, you're not watching oh, that. I'm not watching it with the same. Well, you know, I am watching it and I, I'm into it and I do fast forward a little bit when they sit around and talk because they're like, they talk a lot on that show and there's only so many feelings from, you know, people who barely know each other I can listen to. <laughs> yeah. They, before you're like, oh, okay, Lord, I'm watching it. So funny. <laughs> Uh, less talking, more. You know, are they on a are they on a private island they're this year? On, they're in Hilo. They're at a mansion Ooh. in Hilo, the rainiest side of the Big Island possible. It rains every day, <laughs> but the, not for five minutes. But rains, so it's a very wet season. Is it's, what you're it's saying? Wet, wet. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy fiftieth birthday! Someone who's actually having a birthday, Justin Theroux. He has a lot of celebrity friends who have been paying tribute to him on social media, including his ex, Jennifer Aniston. I'm glad you just called her ex because they were never married. That's right. That is right. Can you believe it that those who pretended that they got married right down to the People magazine and they never got married? Well, and it's interesting that you bring up that point. Because none that shows the relationship between a big celebrity like Jennifer Aniston, her publicist, and their relationship with the tabloids, because not a single tabloid was calling out what was so obvious that they never got legally married mm-hmm. and their relationship was just allowed, at least in the public narrative, to just kind of disappear and yeah. fade back into the ether. Yeah. No, there's just TMZ friends. gets co- they get copies mm-hmm. of all divorce. Those two were never ever married and we knew something was up we when did. they took all their friends on their honeymoon. Yes, they did. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah, to Cabo, mm-hmm. which is where Jennifer and no, they went to Tahiti. Oh, they did? They yes, went they to did. Tahiti. Oh. They rented a big plane and we were like, "What? Who wants to go on a honeymoon with 40 of your friends that were just at your wedding?" Well, what, you know. it, it just really wasn't. Yeah. And if you need to decide whether or not you want to take Justin Thoreau's mustache ride with his G. Gordon Liddy look, go to the show links page as well. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The jury's out. Yeah. It's a little aggressive. It is aggressive. <laughs> but they were in the 70s. Those uh yeah. the power stash. Oh, That's yeah. right. <laughs> this is the study of duh with noted yeah. academic yeah. journal skimmer Lori. Everybody knows. Uh yeah. Everyone knows that, Doi. Doi, Julia, you tried to read, uh, steal my Doi uh, <laughs> no. study of duh this morning by saying that, uh, you know, people uh, are in a good mood for most of the summer. Well, it, it was everywhere, study. Lori. I know, but you know what this study, they just took out that part of the study because actually what this one was, was research into how much sunscreen do people use? Oh, this. Okay, so. <laughs> this is maddening. It is maddening. For a mother. A whopping 96% of people say they do not wear sunscreen oh. every day. And only 58% think it's necessary to use sunscreen year-round. I give you Hugh Jackman's nose. I give you my mother's that's nose. Right. I who, give you my dad's back. That's right. My mom, who... um 
She just had basil, like she's got a tiny little nose. Tiny little, mm. Lori's nose is very petite. Yeah, There's but not a lot my of mom's is smaller. Right. Four rounds of digging oh. to get out her basil. And she said, I was so bad about putting sunscreen yeah. on the end of my mom's nose was always red and peeling. Oh, really? She was not real good about it. And she regrets it because I wear it every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every so day. That oh, was, yeah. that was if, the thing is that, you know, like, but what, what do people like about summer? Of course they love everything about summer. How many basically. fights have I had with my family about sunscreen? Mm-hmm. I can't even name them right. with your ex. And my kids. Your kids. Yeah. I fought my mom every day. Oh. I would go out to ride the tractor at work, and oh. my mom would throw the sunscreen at me, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, I want my tan. And I regret it every single oh my gosh. day. I, I know I'm going to have something. You. Well. I'm, I literally, my entire life, every summer. I mean, summer, it starts showing up in your face, like in your 30s, yeah. your sun, lack of sunscreen in, yeah. in your earlier mm-hmm. years. But yeah. it just, you're like, what are these spots? What is all this coming it's from? It's a maddening. And no matter what your skin yeah. tone is, we must wear a sunscreen. True. But three out of five people never wear wear it when they're outside. That's right, and, and I have... I dermatologists know. rejoice your jobs will never be over. <laughs> no, this is Job true, security. I mean, but people get them in their hairline. You know, yeah. I, a friend of my mom's has a big gouge out of the top of her head right now. From skin cancer? Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's very, no, very real. Wear your sunscreen. Is it okay. painful to have those things done? This, the, the, like you said, I don't know. I've, my mom oh said my it was gosh. awful. And, she, was, and you're kept awake You're now. kept awake. <gasps> they keep you... They keep you awake and no, it is it's not very unpleasant. Mm-hmm. Very unpleasant. And they make a lot of products with sunscreen in it, you know. Yes. So for women, but men can just put on good old sunscreen. Right. You're okay, right. now this uh study I really I it was published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine, which I really look forward to, quite frankly. Just reading oh, all God, Lori, because you love the sports. Oh, I love sports medicine. Oh, yeah. Particularly, I love the British angle on, but this is from the <laughs> University of Minnesota. Oh, really? That, got that was published. published across the pond. All right, it, tell me. This has never, this is the first study to show that wearable fitness trackers are highly, highly effective in weight loss efforts. And to me, this seems like it would be a duh, but it's the first study that has proven that it does indeed work. Can I tell you why? Yeah. Because I was I was against this Apple Watch. I got it for Christmas, though. Mm-hmm. I was against it. Um, if my rings aren't fill, filled, it bugs me. Yeah. I get up. Last night, I got up at like 8 o'clock and went out on a walk just to get my last mile in. Yeah. Just because I wanted it filled. Yeah. It is a motivator. It is. So the University of Minnesota, and it's kind of interesting, they did... Uh, what they looked at, according to their research, they basically that fitness trackers help people shed pound, lose weight, reduce the risk of you know illnesses. Blah, blah, blah. But it's the first study to show that it motivates individuals to meet exercise goals. It does, and, and I never at, thought it would. Yeah, they they used data from thirty one previous clinical trial that looked at the impact of fitness trackers on overweight and obese people with related health conditions. Well, then they I know why it works now. Yeah, they looked at everything. Fitbits, Sensewear Armband, Jawbone, Polar, Smartwatches, Samsung Charge, you know, Fitmeter, everything. They looked at all of them as well. They they were worn from four weeks to a year with volunteers having to set and meet the goals. And, um, yeah, they found very 
Very. No, I have a friend who met all of her rings 365 days in a row. She was so proud. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you. That's really cool. That's impressive. Do you wear one, Grant? I I wear Apple Watch. Well, I used to. Right now, Lily has mine because hers broke. But yes, I do. And I would only check it for one reason and not the time, just to see where I'm at with like my steps, what I'm doing. So it it promotes. I don't use it for anything else either. Yeah. Self monitoring and self regulation Mm -hmm. is very effective. Because then it reminds you, and, I, and people are like, it bugs you, but it tells you to stand up. Mm-hmm. tells you to breathe. That, that one I get great. a lot. Yep. Breathe. breathe. Yes. I don't know. I never was into this, though, Lori, till mm-hmm. I got this one. Do you, yeah. get, do you get your friends' updates when they complete no. their rings? See, no, I, get, I, I didn't would, sign up for that. I, I would don't get care. those, and it would make me want to complete mine because it oh, was like a competition. Sure. Like, they completed theirs. I got to complete mine. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. It, mine is a solo meal. Okay. Just like my life. Solo mio. <laughs> but that's another story. Oh, solo mio. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah. Okay, uh, where were you? I'm glad to know that, though, because a lot of people, I feel like there was a study before that it was an irritant. But I think, I do think. The University of Minnesota went deep. They looked at 31 other uh, devices, no, thirty-one studies. other studies of people using these things, and they used a variety, and they found that yes, indeed, quite right, quite well, these yeah. work. So, okay, where were you last Thursday night around seven thirty? Do you remember playing tennis? Okay, Grant, do you remember? Oh no, playing no. tennis in Bloomington. Okay, variations of that question are uh, unavoidable if you're in a courtroom or. Sure. Police drama. <laughs> yeah. I was in my mom's basement. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it was. Um, but when authorities suspect anyone of a crime, right, they always we see they want to know, do you have an alibi for the date and time of the offense? Unfortunately, a new study finds that people's recollection of their past whereabouts are incorrect quite often. I'm going to look at my daytime and see if I did play tennis last yeah. Thursday night. Australian researchers, uh, they what they found is that... I, I the, did. Okay, their recolle- <laughs> people's recollections are wrong about forty percent of the time. Really? Yeah, we have fault. We're frequently faulty in the memory department. It's the first study to examine memory for where an event happened. It was this is uh, this was published in another real, real deep favorite, Psychological Science. Oh, favorite. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, the guy who's the director of the Complex Human Data Hub at the University of Melbourne School of Psychological Sciences. Him. Him. Okay. Said we were able to find out that people have, uh, we, we we mix up things. And we ba- basically mix up our days across the week. Across weeks, we we can't remember. We have, uh, we have false memories. If we go to several places in a short period of time, like an evening of bar hopping. Well, sure. Or several things at once. People misremember, um, like, uh, they just, we misremember an awful lot. And I just say, okay, didn't we know that? Didn't we know that people misremember a lot? You know, from just watching the Law and Order School of Drama. Laura, you love that show. Or the Law and Order School of Law, I should say. Yeah, no. We've all attended that one. But I, I feel like... I have certain nights, you know, like, you know where you are because you do all your daytime exercises during yeah. the mornings. So you know, you're going to be at kickboxing Wednesday mornings right. at 530. You know, you're going to be at yeah. stretching noon and Saturday. Right. So I know I'm going to play tennis Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. I know yeah. I'm going to play. I mean, right. so I kind of based on activity is how I know where I am. That is correct. Julia. <laughs> Not the bars. Not the bars. Don't like the bars. No. Well, I mean, you know. 
I still go out that much. Yeah. If you did, maybe you'd remember. But I would. Because yeah. it's so unusual. Right. <laughs> All right. This is not my thing. All right. Listen, we come back. Uh, Lizzo teases Cardi B about maybe a rumored song they're doing. We'll and Jen Shaw update. Lizzo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, returned to Twitter Monday after a year and a half off of the app. And, uh, yes, she, uh, she and Cardi B, there's going to be a new music. There's a new song dropping Friday between Lizzo Fun. and Cardi B. Sweet. She's going to be at Treasure Island pretty soon here. Yep. The think, second weekend. Yeah, second in, weekend in September. Uh, we'll be at the Basilica, Julia. Yeah, I know at least, we will. Uh, I will be. I'm I hoping know. you will be, too. But, yeah, that's so... On Friday, we'll have to be playing the new Lizzo Cardi yes. B song because that music, yes, that I feel like that'll happening. be good. Now, Holly, when she brought us the Justin Theroux's turning fifty, and he's got his G. Gordon Liddy uh, mustache because they're filming um, <laughs> that that show. The uh, it's called it's going to be an HBO series called The White House Plumbers, and it's about the break in during Nixon, Watergate, yeah. G. Gordon Liddy being played by. Justin Theroux and Woody Harrelson is in it. Uh, Corbin Burnson, who oh. hasn't acted in forever. Who has the largest snow globe collection in the world. Are you serious? We know that because we were on I've Got a Secret with him. Mm-hmm. What? That's yeah, crazy. We've had some other lives. That was lives. a secret. Yeah. We've had some other lives. Lena Headey is also in this, but they've shut production on the filming of this because of shenanigans. Last week it was reported Filming on this series shut down after an altercation happened between the director and, of the show and a yeah. member of the crew. Yeah. And then an, the next day, another incident took place. And the really? whole prop department that threatened to quit. And what they're trying to keep quiet about this is that HBO was looking into it. Deadline had it confirmed from HBO that there was unprofessional behavior on the set. And the rumor, and they're halting production, and the rumor is that they're investigating. They're, I mean, they're not saying that none of the stars are involved. Right, I, they have been saying that. No, they're saying that they, they're they not saying that anymore. Oh, they aren't. Okay, no. oh dear. Yeah, so I just can't see either one of these guys being a-holes, but what do we know about what they're like on the set? But anyway, that's kind of... Especially um, right now, I feel like there's no there's no room for a-holes. No, we've been through too much. We have. I don't think anyone wants. We've been through too much. Yeah. And um, good news: this the vaccinate people are going in and getting vaccination, getting Great. vaccinated. So Great. that's kind of because, like, I'm yay. 
Good. I know. We don't want to go backwards on something that's preventable. Okay, so here's the deal. So Jen Shaw, she's on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. She tried to um, make a request to have her charges dismissed and to suppress her post-arrest statements entirely along with evidence seized and warrants. Why? Because she says that when she... um, she did not properly understand her Miranda rights because she was suffering from blurry vision okay, this due, to is the dry, so... due to dry contact okay. lenses, yeah. thus mm-hmm. was unable to read the waiver yeah. in front of her when mm-hmm. she signed it. Mm-hmm. She also claimed the, um, the law enforcement misled her. Oh, this, this is a sign that you have nothing. Well, she, so here's the deal. So <laughs> yeah. the judge said, I'm sorry. Sorry, This lady. is no... Um, this is no, the court finds that Shaw's Miranda waiver was decidedly voluntary and that her difficulty reading due to the claimed dryness of her contact lenses did not affect her ability to understand her rights. It's like her Danny Masterson did not go with her eyes. saying he wanted all the tapes of Leah Remini's uh, documentary for A&E, her yeah. series. It's a stalling tactic. It is a stalling tactic. We're not and, buying it. Um, Rita Moreno has a new job. She's going to be part of this new TV show called The Prank. It's a dark comedy. And it's um, two high school students play a prank on their teacher. And when the teacher fails them on a test, they accuse her of murder. Oh, dear. Uh huh. David, excuse me, Keith David, Jonathan Kimmel, and Kate Flannery are also in it. I don't know any of them. I don't either. And when the first time I read it, it said um, David, um, Keith, David Cassidy, Jonathan Kimmel was Jimmy Kimmel. And Kate Flannery was Kate Jackson. So that's my dyslexia really on fire. So we had someone from Charlie's Angels, someone from the Partridge family, and someone from a late night talk show starring with Lita. Rita Morano. The, the like original my... story that you came up with your dyslexia reading was better. It was way better. No, <laughs> way that better. was why I wanted I was excited to tell you about it. Yeah. Now it's like anti. Well, now Julia, I learned that I love sometimes where my dyslexia takes me. You'll yeah. be you'll be happy to know that the August sixteenth issue of People magazine uh-huh. with Simone Biles on the cover. There's an interview with a short interview with Darius Rucker on thirty five oh. years of Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, uh, Hootie, Hootie, Hootie Fest twenty 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 two. Oh, the Hootie it's Booty Fest. The Hootie Booty. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's what Hootie has to okay, say. Okay, tell me. Founded the band in 86. They won two Grammys, recorded one of the biggest sell, selling albums of the 90s before he went solo and country. And uh, Hootie Fest, the singer who just announced the lineup for Hootie Fest, a January 2022 concert in Cancun featuring his band and fellow 90s acts, Bare Naked Ladies and Toad the Wet Sprocket. Oh, you know it. Um, here, okay, So what was his early musical influence that made me so happy? To hear this, R.E.M., I don't think Hootie could have been what we were without them. The first time I heard them, I was watching MTV in South Central Rain, I'm Sorry, which is a great song by R.E.M., came on. I remember going to every family member I could and asking for any change so I could get up enough money to buy this record. Okay, that is a great story. I know. So when I interview him, I'm going to know this. Yeah. Okay, and then Hold My Hand was a major hit for the band, but many people don't know it was a protest song. And Darius said, yeah, people took it as light and fluffy, but that's a song about trying to change wrongs. No one just ever took it that way, though. But if you listen to the lyrics. Boy, we never listen to lyrics Mm -hmm. of songs. We do not know what is behind us. So Mm -hmm. many things, Laurie. Yeah.
I love and in the '90s, CNN's the '90s a docuseries produced by Tom Hanks left out Hootie. So obviously he was upset about it still because he says it. All right, gang, we're out of here. Everyone have a great night. Thanks, Grant. See you tomorrow.